1: A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific
0: time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live
1: only on Netflix.
0: Christmas has come and gone, but the Super Bowl is quickly approaching. We've seen just what our teams are capable of this season, and now it's time to get your last bets in before the bowl. Will the Ravens be able to get it done? Will Brady and the Patriots get themselves another ring? I bet you have a feeling. Head over to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality. MyBookie is one of the most trusted in the industry. If you're looking for a sports book to make some bets for the bowl games, MyBookie is where you want to go. Football not your thing? No worries. MyBookie's got it all from the NHL to the Premier League. They've got the fastest payouts, best promotions, and very helpful 24/7 customer service. You can even pool your bets together for a bigger payout. Let's say you got a couple of big favorites this week. Parlay wagers let you bet multiple games together, and if they all come through, you win big. My bookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sportsbook around. If you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra 1000 and in free money to play with. All you have to do is use our promo code THPN to activate the offer. Once again, the promo code is THPN to get your extra cash from MyBookie. Bet, win, get paid. Hey everyone, welcome to the Bolts Broadcast, a brand new hockey podcast all about the Tampa Bay Lightning as a part of the new Hockey Podcast Network. My name is Mike Mitchellson, and join me today, as usual, Chase Croshaw. How are you doing today, Chase? I am doing GR8. How are you doing? I don't think that's a word.
1: Oh uh, Well, I just made it one, so I'm doing great.
0: Oh, okay. I am doing great as well. And uh, today we are doing a Monday episode. We're going to do a little game review and preview. Uh, We got a bit of news to talk about today, so we may or may not get to team standings and look at some stats as well. We'll let you guys know later on in the episode. Um, A a lot of news. Like I said, uh, Hockey Name of the Day, Uh, pull reminder just, you know, your, your normal Monday episodes that you all love to listen to. So, Chase, let's hop in to the news right away. And first off, we got Dustin Befuglin. Yes, I said Befuglin. He uh, he might not play this year? Yeah, so I assume
1: most people know at this point that Befuglin hasn't been playing this year. He was suspended by the team without pay, so they could kind of get his salary off the books. But there's always that potential that he would possibly be coming back. Yeah. Uh, Came out in the news just today as we're talking on Saturday uh, that he hasn't been skating at all. He uh, like isn't in game shape, so the odds of him coming back this year are pretty much none. So now Winnipeg can count on him officially not coming back. They can use his. They were they kind of had to almost hold his salary that he was making this year uh, just in case he did come back. They couldn't make make any moves because if he came back, then they'd be over the cap. So now. They have you know, almost $8 million to work with uh, coming the trade deadline, so that's, that's pretty big.
0: Yeah, that's a pretty nice chunk of change for the Winnipeg Jets to handle. Uh, I saw on Twitter the other day talking about the Winnipeg Jets' chances of making the playoffs as well as going far in the playoffs, and they're basically just saying that Bufflin screwed them, which, kind of thinking about it, he kind of did. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not very fond of how it was handled, the whole situation. But uh Buffalo not playing this year, that honestly might be the end of his career.
1: Okay, it might be. Like I don't like the way he handled it is weird. Like I don't we don't know the whole story. Uh like the fact that he seemed to have been injured from, you know, his like play, but he went on and got surgery on his own. So if he really was injured playing for the draft, he should have gotten surgery through the team then You know, it it wouldn't be as messy of a situation as it is, but it's just a weird situation. So I'm I'm not really a big fan of the way either side handled it. Regardless, if he were healthy and playing, that team has at least a few more wins.
0: Yeah, I agree there. And the reason I say this could actually be the end of his career, right now he's looking at 34 years old, coming up on 35 this March. He's a he's a big dude, probably one of the biggest in the NHL at 6'5", 265, and that's when he's in his best shape, in his, in his hockey shape. If he's out of shape right now, not playing, not skating at all, um, it, coming up on 35 years old, this may be the end of his career. And it's very unfortunate because... I think a lot of people, including Jets fans, were looking forward to continue to see the big man continue to parole the defense for the Winnipeg Jets, and honestly, we might not see it again, which is a little tough to think about.
1: Yeah, it, it sucks. You know, he's been, he's been a great American player. Uh, he he's just from from things I've heard, he seems like a guy like he doesn't really care if he's playing hockey or not. Like he likes hockey, but if he like. Yeah, had to stop all of a sudden one day he really wouldn't care he's perfectly fine with going out and doing his own thing he's, an, he's a pretty outdoorsy person so he's fine with doing that type of thing and i mean if so more power to you he's you know he's made millions he can go
0: enjoy his life if he's really all done playing hockey and just you know do his thing yeah for sure all right chase we now move on to the next topic and the next topic is tomas hurtle
1: yeah, so the dude is uh, done for the year. He tore a ligament. In his game. I can't remember if it was ACL or MCL. Drawing a blank, but done for the year. Uh, we, you know, we've seen a, a couple out for the year injuries this year. You hate to see it. It's just you know, it's, it's not not good for the league. Uh, the San Jose team is having an abysmal year, and it just gets worse. You know, this all all this does is make their draft pick even better for the Ottawa Senators. So the Sharks just they might legitimately have had a chance at a top five pick that they just don't get because they didn't lottery take their pick
0: yeah that's absolutely brutal uh hurdle going out i think really just cements the fact that the san jose sharks are not a playoff team this year uh currently our lightning are playing them uh it's saturday night and right now Uh, about halfway through the second we're up one nothing so let's go lightning uh but yeah i mean the sharks they've been quite brutal this year and losing one of their top young guys uh, a real tough look i I think the sharks are pretty much done this year
1: no uh yeah i agree that they're they're in a bad spot and i got some breaking news actually i just got a notification on my phone uh there was a goalie fight in the battle of alberta so uh Mm -hmm. That Talbot and Smith were, if I'm not mistaken, they're just just going at it. It was pretty entertaining. I'm, so I'm I'm am gonna send it to you if you if you want to watch it real quick. But yeah, they're they're throwing them pretty good. Damn, that's quite
0: interesting. Uh, I mean the Battle of Alberta has been absolutely phenomenal this year with Kachuk and Cassian going back and forth. Now we got the goalies scrapping, and right now they are. Oh shoot. Not anymore, but for for a little bit there, Calgary and Edmonton, if the playoffs started at that point, they were going to be versing each other in the first round, that would have been absolutely glorious, and that's what I'm hoping happens as we continue on into the season. Right now, Edmonton sitting third in the Pacific with the Calgary Flames having the first wild card, so um, Edmonton and Calgary either need to get the 2-3 and three seed in the Pacific, or Edmonton or Calgary will have to jump jump up to that number one spot, and then the other will have a wild card. But uh, awesome to see goalie fights. Awesome to see fights in general. Battle of Alberta, absolutely amazing this season. Absolutely. Uh, Next little
1: bit of news. Jesper Kakaniemi was recently sent down to the Laval Rocket of the American Hockey League. So this kid, obviously high pick, third overall pick in 2018, you know, these young players are expected to come and make an immediate impact. He had a pretty good year last year, but he's really struggled this year. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy for him. I, I, I think this is going to be great for him. He's going to go play top six minutes. He's going to dominate. And I, I really like him. I think he's someone who's got a lot of, like, high-end potential talent in the NHL.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, before I get on that point, Chase, I just watched the video after I uh, talked about the Battle of Alberta. Jeez, Mike Smith, absolutely fed Talbot. He pumped him. My goodness. Um, but yeah, back on the Kakaniemi news. Um, you and I weren't the biggest fan of the selection of him third overall to the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, and right now, honestly, when you look at it just on paper, seeing the third overall pick in his second season getting sent down to the AHL not looking very great, but neither of us thought he was gonna be a uh, supreme producer right away in this league so I agree with you Chase getting down to the AHL hopefully he doesn't lose confidence with it because that could be tough Uh, he needs to go down there gain some confidence back absolutely tear up the AHL um, so that he can continue to uh, be on his way to a good uh, ceiling in the NHL but there's still a little worry in me Kind of like Yessi Puliarvi, yarvey Leah Sanderson, maybe he's losing a lot of confidence in that organization. He's now getting sent down. If he continues to lose confidence, doesn't perform in the AHL, we might have another uh, case like Leah Sanderson on our hands, which would be unfortunate.
1: I'm going to be honest. I don't think he can lose any more confidence. Uh, I don't think it's physically possible because he has, like, literally done nothing. They share the NHL level. I think it's impossible to be any less confident unless you go down to the American League and do the same thing. I think like from what from what I heard, like from like I just you know from hearing stories of players talking about him like he's he's a hard working kid, he's a and he's like a good kid. He just like loves the game and he like wants wants to be the best he can. So those types of guys are the ones that go down to the American League and you know they prove themselves they go dominate first stretch they come back in the nhl you know hotter than ever and you know usually come out playing really well back in the national league level so i i think i think that that's how it goes for him i don't i don't think it goes bad for him he's someone like, as you mentioned you know when he was first drafted we we both weren't really fans him, but he really grew on me
0: i feel you and i i hope that's the case i hope he comes back better than ever and really proves to the Canadians and the Canadian fans, like, hey, I had a little bit of a rough stretch. I'm back, I'm better than ever, and I'm ready to dominate. Uh, so hopefully that's the case, but we will see as we continue on. Chase, next we talk about Ovechkin, best scorer of all time in my mind, I'm pretty sure in your mind as well. Um, he, he he hits another landmark here.
1: Yeah, Ovechkin just passed Mark Messier for eighth all time on the NHL goals list. He's now less than 200 goals away from passing Wayne Gretzky. So people are talking about, can he do it? So I personally think Ovestian can do it. I think he can play in the NHL at a high level, just based on the way he's still performing, based on the way he treats himself, the way he trains. I think he's like he can legitimately play at a high level for another six, seven years. If he wanted to play that long, I don't think he's going to want to play that long. So if he plays at a high level for five years – if if he doesn't score another goal the rest of this year, that's forty goals a year. That like for Ovechkin, that's honestly chump change. He, it's this is a very attainable goal, and it's a goal I think he will attain.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I think he passes Wayne Gretzky by the end of his career. Um, performing extremely well right now. He's not gonna slow down with the goal mark. I think if he can, you know, continue on a great pace, obviously this year, but as well as maybe hit that fifty goal mark the next Two seasons, I think he's basically got it locked up. Because even if, let's say, his skating diminishes, or um, I don't know, let's just say his you know forechecking and power um, diminishes a little bit, he's still a guy that you can put on the power play, and he'll get you twenty to thirty goals every year, even if he's you know not in good shape. So I think if he continues on a phenomenal pace, which obviously he has been for the next two years. I think he's got it locked up.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, That's that's fair.
0: Uh, So hopefully we see that because, honestly, that was a record that no one thought was going to break, or no one thought anyone could break it, and uh, it's looking like it's very obtainable now. But, Chase, we now move on to talking about the Arizona Coyotes and uh, a little scandalous over there in Arizona.
1: Yeah, so they recently uh, have come under investigation of the NHL uh, for illegal recruiting and scouting practices, apparently, what has happened, what has been rumored, is that they've reached out to major junior teams so that's teams in the QMJHL, OHL, and WHL uh, about trying to, like, kind of, kind of trying to almost get like private physicals, private workouts on these guys, trying to get this information early, like, earlier than you're supposed to. Uh, according to the NHL, you're only allowed to do that for draft eligible guys f- from the like. From when the on a, the NHL combine starts, and then any point after that, which is a pretty short amount of time up until the draft, so you're only allowed to use that frame. And like I don't, like I really don't know what you're gonna do with the information, getting like the physicals from these guys now, because re- regardless, like you're gonna get the, the information. It's gonna be similar types of information. So why get it, you know, months earlier when it, it's not gonna really give you an advantage? It's it's information everybody's gonna be able to get.
0: Yeah, it's very interesting, a very interesting concept by... I, I assume Chaika is at the forefront of this. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense to me. I feel like you should focus on your game. You're in the you're in the wildcard position right now. Focus on your game, get better. Don't look at guys that are coming out in the draft. If you do that, it kind of seems like you're already saying your team's out of it, when obviously they're not.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a weird situation. Not one of really ever heard of in the NHL so we'll see if it all comes to be true or not
0: yeah and I think it's funny when you look at investigations between the NHL and uh you you know let's just say for example the NFL you have investigations of the NHL trying to see young players you know work out whereas the NFL you have you know the Patriots cheating taking recordings of sidelines deflating balls you know actually trying to get the, the dub whereas Arizona they're cheating in the fact that they want to see how many bench presses a um 18-year-old can do. So, interesting interesting to see the difference there. All right, Chase, let's now move on to a game review and preview. So, again, we mentioned that it is Saturday. Well, technically now it's Sunday because it is 12:01 Eastern Time. Um so we are gonna go over three games today in our review. Uh, we're currently playing the San Jose Sharks up, uh, still one nothing, still one nothing. Um, we're not gonna be able to get to that one, but uh, yeah, let's just hop into Dallas first, Chase. And this was on January twenty seventh on Monday, and unfortunately, this one is a loss.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, at least it was an overtime loss, so still get a point out of it. Vasilevsky's first loss in 10 games uh it was a game where i thought you know we we, we played all right could could have played better it wasn't a game where i honestly i didn't i didn't get the opportunity to be able to sit down and see this game so i don't really have like much idea about what uh, much that went on i was like a little busy on monday but you know just like when you, when you look at stats and you know read a little bit about the game it, it seemed like a game where like, we could have just been a little bit better, you know, for our own good.
0: Yeah, most definitely. So, the Dallas Stars outshot us 35 to 25. They beat us in faceoffs 55 to 45. That's percentage, not the amount of faceoffs. And then our power play went 0 for 4. Unfortunate there. Our penalty kill, though, 4 for 4. Very nice there. Um, the one thing I wanted to point out in this game is Steven Stamkos. Steven Stamkos had our only two goals. That puts him at 19 and then 20 goals on the season. Um, make sure you keep that name in your head. I mean, I know that's going to be tough for you uh, to keep your captain's name in your head, but uh, make sure you keep that name in the head because um, Steven Stamkos, he scored the goal tonight, the only goal so far tonight with the San Jose Sharks. He's at 23 now. So if we got nineteen and twenty in this game, that means there's some more goal scoring on the horizon for Steven Samkos in our review. Mike, why would you spoil it? Sorry. I'm a i I'm a big spoiler guy. Um like with Endgame, I wanted to see it spoiled. Just kidding. I'm not that. But um Yeah, uh let's move on to the next game now, Chase. Sound good? Yeah, sounds great, actually. All right, so this game takes place on Wednesday, January 29th, or took place, and uh, this was against the L.A. Canes. You and I had some differing opinions on this game. I thought it was going to be a blowout. You thought it was going to be a close game. It ended up kind of splitting the difference. Uh, It was a 4-2 final.
1: Uh, Well, like, we we ended up getting the advantage, and L.A. kind of, like, crumbled in the game. Uh, I, L.A. mostly had a dominant first period, and then from there, like I felt we were for the most part the better team. Uh, we ended up getting out shot 34 to 24. You know, they can think of that to L.A. getting 12 shots in the first period alone—they had double-digit shots every period, so that helps them. But yet again, as, as Mike mentioned, you know, Steven Samkos comes in clutch, puts up two goals. He—he's been—he's he, been really much better this kind of like last half of the season so far. Like you know the the. First little bit, he struggled a little bit. He's, he's figuring out again. He's turning, going back to the elite goal scorer that he's proven to be in the NHL for so many years. And, you know, we, we need our star guys to keep performing like that. Uh, but, yeah, overall, this, this was a game where I I watched every second of it. I was, I was able to sit down and watch it. I thought it was a, a pretty good contest. I, I thought we played better than our shot total added up to be personally.
0: Here's the thing, Chase. Do you remember what we did for last Monday's episode? Uh, gosh, it feels like it was 15 years ago. No. So we did a um, kind of a, a mid-season look back, and we talked about uh, what hasn't been good so far for our team, what has been good, what do, we, what do we want to see for the future. And do you remember the player that I called out at the end of that episode?
1: Probably. Uh, Probably Cedric Bucat.
0: No, that was Steven Stamkos. That episode came out on Monday. Well, the first game back for our Tampa Bay Lightning, and these episodes come out Monday morning. So, um, you know, it, it was out for a bit before the Monday game against Dallas. Well, Steven Stamkos performs well in that game. Steven Stamkos performs well in this game. Steven Stamkos performing well right now against the San Jose Sharks. If that doesn't mean Stephen Stamkos has listened to us, and he heard me call him out, I don't know what it means. Yeah, he,
1: you know, he's he's definitely a diehard listener, Mike. You, you know, what, that's a great point. We we should probably try to get him on the pod since he listens so much, honestly.
0: All right, you know what? We'll just ask him right now. Formal invite, Steven Stamkos, captain of the Tampa Bay Lightning. You are formally invited to the Bolts broadcast. Go ahead, hit us up on or hit us up on twitter at bolts broadcast uh we can get you on the show talk to you a little bit um you know we we want to understand your thinking when you heard me call you out what was it um frustration was it uh, the urge to do better which obviously you have done uh we, we want to know so steven samkos on a future episode make sure you guys stay tuned for that it's gonna be gonna be a good one yeah total all right perfect all right chase last thing i want to mention with this la game is special teams we were 0 for 1 on the penalty kill 0 for 2 on the power play um not many chances but at the same time not great we saw our power play wasn't amazing in the game before against dallas uh something i want to keep an eye on as when we were on that 10 game win streak uh our Power play and our penalty kill were both absolutely phenomenal. So uh, a little bit worrisome here for me. Uh, Not a huge sample size. Something I definitely want to keep an eye on.
1: Oh, 100%. And you'll
0: notice something in the next game, too. Oh, will I? All right, Chase, we now move on to the next game, as you were alluding to. This was last night as of recording, January 31st on Friday. And uh, this was a four to three victory over the Anaheim Ducks.
1: Yeah, this game
0: uh, wasn't wasn't very much action. Really
1: low uh, shot total, only forty eight total in the game. Twenty six for Anaheim, twenty two for our Lightning. Yet again, no power play goals in the game for either team. Uh, we lost in the faceoff department again, about fifty four and a half percent to forty five and a half percent. It was just kind of I don't know, just. Not really like a very offensively charged game. I, I like I like high offense games, especially with how much skill there is in today's NHL. So like I don't know, it's just just a little math for me.
0: Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, like you alluded to, Chase, with the no power play goals, that brings me back to the point of special teams. Uh, our power play is now over eight, no over nine, in that three game stretch, which is not good. That's something uh, you don't like to see. That's for sure. Um, Vasilevsky, he gets his 150th win in his career. This game, though, a little bit of a down one as his final save percentage was an eight eight five. 8 whereas the other two games he did perform quite well. Uh, and then going back to Steven Samkos, he gets an assist in this game, continues to surge, continues to... Uh, continues to surge. Yeah, works for okay, me. Okay, perfect. He continues the surge after I called him out and he heard me call him out. Uh, exactly, there you go. All right, Chase, that's pretty much it for the game review. We now go to a game preview. Obviously, we talked about the San Jose game, which is happening right now. We're not going to cover that in this episode, but you guys know what's happening. We don't have to preview it for you. Um, so now, upcoming for this week's schedule first off tuesday february 4th we are at home finally we get off of this long road trip and we have the vegas golden knights
1: yeah so you know this should be a good game you Got the new look knights with the board coach uh you know, it should be interesting it's a game that i think we're, we're the better team obviously i think we got the better roster you know even though our power play has been struggling like we still have a top three as of right now like ranking wise power play in the league so I, I i think this is a game where we're, we're gonna have the edge we're, we're gonna take the win uh you know pro- probably like
0: two gold di- two goal difference okay i can agree with you on the victory part i think if it's cool if it's a two goal difference it's gonna come from an empty netter i think the vegas golden knights are a very good team and the thing that always keeps them in games is of course their goaltender, Mark Andre Fleury. He's been absolutely phenomenal with them after being a pretty much lifer Pittsburgh penguin for the longest time. Um, yeah. This Vegas game should be an interesting to watch. I think Tampa takes it by one. Fair enough. You know, just
1: like looking at this Vegas team, like, I mean, I like the I like, like Shay Theodore, but like they're not top defensemen. It, it really is amazing that they've had the success that they've had in the short amount of time they've been around without really having like a very good decor.
0: Yeah, I agree with you there. And honestly, it's a little different now because they do have like Mark stone. But when you looked at their first year, when they made it to the Stanley cup, it was just a bunch of misfits that, you know, there was no stars on that team, but they just produced. And is that because of Gallant? Um, Well, who knows? We got, DeBoer in now so maybe he gets some more wins uh still a little confused on why they made the coaching change but uh you know we'll see what happens we think Tampa takes this one yep all right Chase we now move on to our Thursday game this is on February 6th versus the Pittsburgh Penguins who do you got
1: this, this is gonna be a good game you know these teams are pretty much at the same spot when it comes to the standings are uh, right. like as of where it is, not counting the San Jose game, whether it's win or loss, we we're get to see. Uh, same amount of games played for Pittsburgh and Tampa. Uh, Tampa has the extra loss on Pittsburgh, so Pittsburgh has the extra win. Uh, I think if this Tampa Bay team is surging offensively, it can be a game that is winnable. But it really de- depends who we get in that and like, who we get in that for Pittsburgh and if he's on, because like Jari, for example, has just been electric this year, and Matt Murray struggled a little bit. He's figuring it out a little more again. He, he's still got a good record. He's still playing well, but Jari's just been so good, so dynamic. Uh, it's going to be a, a tough match, but at the end of the day, I think, it, I think it's a win. I think it's a one-goal win.
0: Okay, and yeah, I agree with you. With the goaltender situation in Pittsburgh, uh, Jari has been absolutely dominant, whereas Matt Murray who led the Pittsburgh Penguins to two straight Stanley Cups as a rookie, no less. Uh, he's been very inconsistent over the last year and a half, maybe even two years now. Um, so if the Tampa Bay lightning go up against Matt Murray, I'm going to give it a win. If they go up against Jari, I'm going to give him a loss. Um, so, you know, if he there, uh, I I think it's going to be a very close game, a very good game to watch, but, uh, uh, right now, I'm kind of leaning towards a loss because I feel like Pittsburgh has solidified Jari as that number one goaltender right now. I feel you. All right, Chase, and then our last game that we will cover on next Monday's episode will be versus the New York Islanders. This is on Saturday, February 8th. And uh, this game is going to be an interesting one as the New York Islanders have one of the most boring playstyles in hockey, but hey, it works for them.
1: Yeah, it, it does, and like this is the game that I think we are gonna have the most trouble with this week. Honestly, the like the shutdown style they play is it's been so good this year. The way Barry Trots runs his ship, it it's a tight ship. You're you're not allowed to play outside of his game. You know, Matt Barzall literally their best player, like talent wise. You know, he, he got benched because he wasn't playing the Trots system. So Trots just doesn't care. It's, he, he wants guys who are gonna play in a system because the system has proven it works. And I, I think this is the game where we have the trouble, most trouble, and I think it, it's uh, it's a loss and maybe even like a couple goal loss where we just can't put the puck in the net.
0: I agree with you that it's a loss. I don't necessarily agree with the couple goal loss. I think, if anything, it would be like a, a one nothing, 2-1 to type game. And the one thing I worry about with all three of these matchups is our power play has been putrid, like we mentioned, since coming off of the All-Star break. And if you can't convert on the power play against these three teams, that could easily be a loss. You got to you gotta take your opportunities and run with them. If you're not going to capitalize on those opportunities, it could turn around and punch you in the face. So uh, a, a little bit worried with this week. And honestly, I could see a 0-3 week more likely than a 3-0 week. Yeah, I got to agree there. All right, Chase. So a tough week coming up. Um, so I think you had them as two and one. I'm going one and two. Uh a little bit more of a pessimistic week when we're looking at the outcome, but uh hey, we gotta we gotta keep our faith in our Tampa Bay Lightning team and just hope that they win, even though we have some tough matchups coming up. Well, Chase, we're running pretty low on time so we're not going to go over stats and standings right now you can go look those up on you know the NHL app or nhl.com nice and easy tempe lightning still sitting nicely second in the atlantic but now chase we're going to go to a poll reminder and then we'll finish it off with hockey name of the day
1: yeah so make sure to go vote in our poll It involves our last thursday episode uh did you guys enjoy our our nice little little fun segment uh, you know i i thought it was Pretty good. We got some good feedback on it so far. So if, if you guys en- enjoyed it and would like to see it in future episodes, make sure to go vote yes on that. You know, if you have any ideas for future episodes, you know, just leave leave us the name of the guy and you know, we'll, we'll do our
0: research. Maybe maybe you'll we'll get a little shout out too. Yeah, most definitely. All right, Chase. We now move on to hockey name of the day. If you're ready, I'm gonna start scrolling. I am always ready. Alrighty. So, hockey name of the day this week. We have, uh, I can't tell if that's an L or a capital I. So, I'm going to go with a capital I and just hope that it's Ika Kangasniemi. Mike? It is Ika. It is Let's Ika go.
1: Yes, sir. You got that right. So this guy is a hes a pretty small, uh, speedy finish forward. He's 5'7", 154. He plays the wing. He's 24 years old, born on February 18th, 1995, so he'll be turning 25 this year. Uh, he, he's a pretty skilled player. He's a guy who I thought was going to make the transition to North American hockey, make, maybe after last season. Uh, he had 36 points through 39 games, 22 goals in the top finish league. Uh, he, he's struggling a little more this year. He's got six goals and seventeen points through thirty-one games. So, he, but he's still he's still playing solid. It's not it's not necessarily an easy league, uh, but he, he's someone who, he has a lot of offensive ability and is very fast. I thought he's someone who could possibly play a year in the American League, make that transition to the NHL and become a contributing player. Uh, that hasn't happened yet, but you know, that could still very well happen in the summer. He's a pending free agent in the Finnish league.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool, and it'd be sweet to see that last name on the back of his uh, or on the back of a jersey. Uh, who knows? Maybe in the Tampa Bay system. Uh, but yeah, really cool name, Chase. Let's now hit him out with an outro.
1: So, all y'all listening, I know you are just dying to become a patron on Patreon. If you already haven't, uh, you know you can start as low as a dollar donation per month, and then go up different levels from there. Get access to some exclusive content. Uh, you know, we got a lot of fun stuff going on. We we got a lot of things planned. You know, this also gives us funding to be able to go out and do some more things. So if you guys could help us help us out that way, we'd really appreciate it. If you'd Like to follow us on Twitter at Bolts Broadcast. That's at Bolts Broadcast. That would just be the swellest. What also would be the swellest is to go follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at Hockey Pod That's at Hockey Pod Got all sorts of fun giveaways. You might as well just go join them you know they're free all you gotta do is interact with the tweet a little bit on twitter and you're good to go check out the hockey podcast network.com all 31 teams podcast logos right there boom just click on the logo It takes you right to the podcast uh wherever you're listening you know rate us five stars leave a comment send us some questions on twitter you could dm us you could email us uh we want to hear from you guys reach out to us whatever ways you can if you can find some other way to reach out to us maybe you'll be driving next to us on the highway and you, and you yell to us, you
0: know, whatever works. Yeah, perfect. Sounds good. And guys, just to let you know, if you are a Spotify listener or a Apple Music listener or a Google Play listener or anything that's not SoundCloud, we just want to let you know that we are getting our own individual feed. So you're not going to have to scroll through all the Hockey Podcast Network episodes just to find ours. We're going to actually get our own individual feed. What? If you guys are interested in listening to other shows, which we really in, endorse our other shows, we, we we love talking to the guys that are a part of the Hockey Podcast Network, and we think you guys should go give them a listen if you're interested. If that's the case, make sure you still hit that uh, follow on the Hockey Podcast Network so you know when everyone's coming out. But, uh, yes, individual feeds, so that's going to be super cool. Um, yeah, basically what Chase said, uh, HockeyPodNet on Twitter, Bolts Broadcast, on Twitter be interactive with us it uh, makes more fun for us hopefully for you guys as well thanks so much for listening guys we'll talk to you later